0: This is True Buds, that Mary Jane, now we ain't new to this, for my stoners, and for my cannabis enthusiasts, never heard a show as good as this, yeah, number one, it's the best, bringing in many special guests, in the industry of cannabis, business owners to growers, even artists you know of, so sit back and just roll up, the perfect show for my smokers, True Buds.
1: What's happening, welcome to the True Buds show where I chill with cannabis industry guests from artists, business owners, entrepreneurs. I have a special artist here today who I'm gonna talk about in a second, Sean, Nether Friends. But first I wanna say uh, thanks to the sponsor of this video, MarijuanaBreak.com, solid go-to resource for anything cannabis related. I've been cooking up some edibles with them. But Nether Friends, I've been diving into your stuff, man. He is one motivational dude. For real, like you're dropping content An album a month this year? Album a week. Sorry, that's what I meant. (laughs) Vape got to me, man. Album a week, (laughs) and then you're going on tour all 50 states next year? Yes. dude. Yeah, I just downloaded his album Stoned As Fuck. Bowls also just dropped. I got mine on iTunes. Can they get it off?
0: Yeah, it's everywhere. It's even on Napster. I didn't even know Napster was still thing. You know what's funny, bro? I have that app. Oh, cool. You listen to all my albums. They're all going up on Napster.
1: What's the most beneficial to you, or what's, like... Where do you get the best royalties, I guess? Spotify.
0: Spotify. So the reason I do this, like, drop so much music, is because it saved my life. Like, I was really struggling as an artist, like, touring all the time and not making any money. And then I started dropping an album a month in 2016 just out of desperation. I use this distribution company that uh, lets you upload as many albums as you want per year thinking like, no one's gonna take advantage of that, and I have been, and, it, <laughs> and actually like, so Spotify, when you release new music consistently, they put you on algorithmic playlists. So that's really where I generate most of my uh, my listens, are from random people looking for new music. Okay. Because a lot of people are like, just f- spoon feed me what's good, Spotify. Like Spotify has algorithmics that are like, you like these bands, I'm gonna give you these bands, or these rappers, or okay. these, you know. So there's, you know, they, a lot of people are lazy when it comes to how they listen to music and Spotify makes it so that I get played a lot more if I release a lot of music.
1: And you're probably in several different types of playlists because you drop all yeah. different types and of what's, albums. Yeah,
0: what's, and what's wild is how many people listen to my music and don't even know it's me. Because a lot of people, they're just listening to music. They're not clicking like, all right, well let's see who this, who's this artist. Sometimes they will. But usually people put them on playlists and then, just listen to it because they like it they don't yeah. even really dive into who is this person that's making these songs so they think i'm a band too that's the other funny right. thing
1: you're yeah, the one man band right one man band yeah Yeah. like i said song. i've been diving into a lot of your stuff man it's really impressive like thanks just making beats like that i'm like dang like yeah just hopping in man that's, it's oh yeah it, definitely. It's, tr- it's truly impressive like. yeah and it's
0: all different genres too uh, every album is like a Either a different theme or a different sound I try to vary it as much as possible. So it's not one sound Okay Yeah,
1: nice man, and th- and I could get the difference I was just I've been diving a lot into like all your smoker stuff lately hmm but I mean you like I was saying
0: you have tons man. Yeah and, like, instrumental music. I did songs for cats recently uh, which is classical guitar with um, a purring track underneath so because like, cats like the sounds of themselves I did research, like I did songs for dogs as well. And dogs like the sound of reggae and classical music. So I put them together and that's how I made songs for dogs. I have sleep albums. One's called sleep on me uh the second one's called keep sleeping on me
1: are those just like really chill vibes? yeah like, just, just like, just like low- really
0: ambient just nice. like no vocals just all like okay. instrumental synths and i'll vocals check that out man because yeah. that's what i
1: like at the end of the night that's my go-to oh, is just yeah. something really chill mellow out
0: you're gonna love the next one well it's not coming out next it's two weeks from now it's called songs on the beach and it's just me playing ukulele on the beach just oh, yeah, just man. making stuff up and it's it's yeah it's just I, people love that stuff. I mean just just a, a single instrument uh, album being released today is so unheard of because you know most music you hear today has so many layers of different sounds and and they're you know it's uh, that's so, it's, so true yeah just yeah bringing
1: it bringing it to the simple yeah is. and
0: especially when I'm releasing a lot of content it's it's really key to like limit yourself in what you're gonna be releasing like a, or and what you're gonna be using to to make the album if that makes sense. Like uh, if I was a painter and painting, I would use this painting, I'm gonna use two colors or, and it's gonna be blue and white. Like that's how I feel about the albums I make. It's like, this album's just gonna have this instrument.
1: And that's what I was just about to ask is like, so is that your process? You just kind of start with a broad outline, like I'm gonna do the ukulele and or, then you kind of- Yeah.
0: Well, no, it was just like, I, I'm, you know, yeah. I'm trying to think of like uh, recent albums. Of, I, it's either I come up with an idea, like my next album's called Be Nice it was just the concept of, like, why don't I make a bunch of songs about how everyone should be nice to each other? Or be nice to yourself or be nice to elders, be nice to the earth. Uh, so just that kind of concept. But then, like, uh, with the genre of that one, I'm trying to think if there was a genre. Because I don't think there was. You know, it's sometimes I just do whatever, free free flow, whatever kind of, like, could be any genre, just as long as it's this theme or, yeah. you know. So just, just making it, that's the key to making a lot of content
1: just don't use not. just his go l- with it don't know his don't limitation
0: over- like you actually like, okay so here's another example i always use uh dr seuss made his best book green eggs and ham because his publisher bet him he couldn't make a book with just 50 words
1: oh damn it! <laughs> i didn't know that bro yeah
0: so like you just you could take that you know that philosophy and put it towards anything th- with videos with podcasts you know just it's all about the key, the key to creating a lot of content for me is limitation and setting deadlines for yourself, like, and working your way up, like, I didn't start with an album a week, I started with an album a month, it's so like working my way up every year has really been like, now it's like, I don't, this isn't the hardest, like, I, I you know, dropping music is the easy part for me, it's like everything else is the hard part. Yeah, now you get it's your so rhythm. Simple to do. Yeah, you have your rhythm down and I agree with you, man, because
1: I'm trying to do the same thing and having the deadlines of, like, two videos a week, Mm -hmm. and I've gotten better in that rhythm. I'm like, I might be able to throw some more in now. But at first, like, I started with one, or I wasn't even doing one, and then, like, you just – you start working your – working those muscles, and so you do – you practice every day? You practice? You you play? I I mean – No.
0: No? No, lately I've just been sewing – Okay. Yeah, I do embroidery.
1: (laughs) That's what you're rocking here, right?
0: Yeah, I I make make my own clothes. Like I just sew on my pants. I just draw each image. Like this is I'm wearing cat pants. Yeah, dude, those are like that's
1: impressive, man. Thanks. I I only started
0: like like a couple a year and a half ago. Just a friend showed me how to how to cross stitch, and then I just was like, all right, I could do this. And now, are these
1: like part of your merch that you sell when
0: you're on tour and stuff? Yeah, like I was selling hats. I went on a tour for three and a half months, and I sold like a pickle rick I would, I would draw pickle rick on a hat and then sew them <laughs> <laughs> and then sell it at the show for like 50 bucks or 100 bucks just to have one hat i was because i was just i didn't want to get merch made you got to carry it around and lug out this big box of t-shirts i'm like i'm gonna bring three things to the show and that's it's it and they're all handmade one of one yeah you can't find it anywhere else
1: that's time put in it too. That's love, you know. Like, yeah, yeah.
0: It's like an art, it's an art piece that you could, you know. It should be an investment, as they say. Yeah, could probably sell it for a lot more later on. And is at this some point.
1: Is, is that something you always did, or did no, you kind of pick no, it up no. one day, I like just randomly? It like,
0: up. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the problem is like when you make music for a living and you don't do anything, you have to like do something else for fun. And I was so sick of looking at a screen. That's why I started painting and drawing like a few years ago too. And then I just put it to this because no one i'd never see anybody at a coffee shop sewing i've never seen that i've always seen people i've seen people paint i've seen people draw you know but never i've never seen anybody do embroidery at a coffee shop so i was like why don't i start doing this it's like it's like painting but with with thread and it's way less messy and you could do it anywhere like i could do it right here dude i like the little pocket too Oh, the Nether Friends? Well, this is crazy, too. It says Nether Friends on my pocket. And you know how many times people come up to me, and they're like, hey, I love your pants. Where do I find you on Instagram? And I go, Nether Friends. Like, Nether Friends? I know Nether Friends. Like, I listen to you. Like, a lot. Of, I've met for at least a ha- like five or six people since I've been here for a year that have come up to me, and it's been that interaction. Nice, dude. So there's a lot of people, because of releasing a lot of content, that then find the music, or the, you know, that, find, you know, find out about me. Find, yeah. Yeah. So, that's awesome man
1: yeah have you sold a pair of, how much would you sell a pair of pants like that for
0: <sighs> i I did sell a pair of pants recently how much did i sell it before I, homie oh it was a homie hookup that's the problem is that like i pretty much just make the clothes for myself the hats i'll sell but like the clothes i'm like i don't know because i've had my landlord was telling me i should sell them for like racks like two or three racks i was like oh whoa I was think I I was not thinking that, so now, <laughs> and then people keep sending me look little clips of them at the Gucci store or some you know designer thing that's doing the same thing. But oh, there's only one. There's like one stitch, not like the whole pants have all these patterns. And so I don't know. I haven't really thought about it too much. Yeah, just just mean, for fun. Yeah, that's cool, man. It's a hobby. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'd come up on one of your hats if uh if ever you have one and. You- you're willing, I'll, I'll buy one oh, yeah, of those from you, sure. bro. So I got a bunch of those hats, yeah. <laughs> nice, man.
0: I got, I got one of those started working on right now. Hat You're rocking right now. is dope, too. Thanks. I don't, I don't make these, but I should start making straw hats.
1: I feel like that'd be hard.
0: Yeah. It's a definitely. whole art form there, huh? Oh, yeah. There's a lady in the park who sells hats at an Echo Park. Oh, she really? She sells straw hats. Okay. Yeah. Is that's not where you got that one? No. Okay. That's one I got in Chicago. Oh, nice. Yeah. How do you like Chicago, man? I love it. I went to school there. Um, I went to Columbia College in Chicago, and um, I lived there like off and on for like 10 years. And then I think 2014 or 2013 is when I started making rap beats. Like I didn't listen to rap as a kid. And so like I just decided one day I was like you know what I'm gonna start listening to rap music and start making rap music because I'm so tired of rock music and playing with bands I was just so burnt out and jaded from shows because okay. I toured uh, like 2010 is when I went to the did 50 I did a 50 states tour and I kept touring after that and I didn't have a home for about six years I would live in Chicago in the winter and then I would keep touring after that. And it was just like, I got so burnt out from all the rock bands I played with, I was just like, this is not what I wanna be doing. So I, I started like collaborating with different rappers in Chicago because the Chicago rap scene is huge. Like you know Chance the Rapper and like all those guys. And I listened
1: and to some of your songs with some, uh, forgive me, I don't remember their names right oh, now, that's good. but there are some solid uh, yeah, verses on some of your songs Definitely your collaborations.
0: Yeah, my one friend Blake Rules, I met him in Chicago and we make kids trap albums together. Um, those are really popular. Like Justin Bieber sent it to like one of the songs is called I Love My Mom, and it's like a trap song. It's like it's like I don't know. You you it blow it really like blows people's minds sometimes because they're like, what is this? Yeah, no, because <laughs> yeah. I started dabbling with uh, one of those albums. I'm trying to think the songs I listened to on it, but I was like,
1: this is dope because it's yeah, like for kids, it's yeah. wholesome
0: rap songs with trap beats. Like the songs that people would be making, like cooking up crack in Atlanta, <laughs> are the same songs that like. Me and my friend are making for kids, and like, um, yeah, but yeah, it's it's wild, that's awesome, man. Yeah, um, oh, yeah, I was gonna say, I forgot, I didn't even finish my sentence about uh, so Justin Bieber sent his mom, I love my mom, for Mother's Day, and she tweeted it to her, like three million fans. Oh, really? So, like, I got all these messages from my friends, like, dude, Justin Bieber likes your music,
1: dude, that's pretty badass, man. <laughs>
0: yeah, but I never got hit up by him, so I'm still waiting for that feature, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hey man, it's just a matter of time. The, the Kids trap remix.
1: <laughs> it's crazy though how something like that, like, could potentially be a
0: career changing thing. Yeah, you know, like just, one tweet, like, could just, yeah, like, I know, right? It's pretty crazy. Yeah, I try not to think about it too yeah, much. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's just about having fun. At the end of the day, like, oh, yeah, if you're not right. having fun, it doesn't matter if you're making billions of dollars or you have billions of streams doesn't matter it's like, real talk yeah that's what that's what was the best part about focusing on releasing music because a lot of people told me not to release a lot of music like industry people and like they're saying like go through the like the industry route or yeah, like well they just said if i released a lot of music it would hurt me and it did the opposite like it's just wild like it's like don't listen you got to listen to your heart even if your brain is telling you like no this is the way to do it it's like no it's not yeah I think we are the future of it man yeah definitely but nobody knows yet this is like a secret (laughs) (laughs) don't tell anyone
1: yeah so what would you what's your advice for like some upcoming musicians and like if you have anything like what would you tell us just just,
0: just keep making no just release an album a month I use this company called DistroKid and uh, I mean the guy who owns DistroKid owns all the other distribution companies but this one is for musicians it's like for independent artists and it's one flat like I think it's like t- if you're doing it as a s- just one artist it's like $9 a year it's insane what like <laughs> anybody could do this and you could release uh, just an album a month will really change the game I mean and especially for yourself because the more you work on music the better you're going to get so you're just going to get more comfortable and I mean really like as much as people say invest in yourself like that's the number one cliche thing like oh you gotta invest in yourself it's not about investing money it's about investing time like time is money and so everyone's like oh, i gotta pay for this i gotta pay for all these things i gotta get the newest get giz- like gizmo that's gonna make me look the greatest and it's like nah, it's not what it's about it's just about your skills and like the skills pay the bills that's the truth
1: bro because i've realized that too I, like with like video equipment and stuff. It's like Mm -hmm. some of my best stuff is just on my cell phone. Yeah. It's like so easy to overthink like, oh, I need to get a better lens and better everything. It's like,
0: no, just pull out your cell phone and or musician, you know, just start, just start. You can use yourself. I use my cell phone on my Songs on the Beach album. That's how I recorded it. I recorded my um, Songs for Trees album. It was also on my cell phone and I did a harmonica album. Just me walking around the streets playing a harmonica and nobody complained. Nobody was like, this album sucks. So like you can do real anything, real talk, you want. real talk, man. Like anything. Your
1: videos though are like a lot of your videos are really high quality, like visually.
0: Yeah, Dude. but you notice they're all one take. Th- but that's why I love it. I love yeah. realism, bro. That's my oh, favorite yeah.
1: thing in cinema is just like
0: the long shots, the tracking shots. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just it's funny that that's, nobody complains about that either. Like I have about a hundred or more videos of me walking down the street, smoking a joint, singing the song, and like dancing with it, and that's it. There's no cuts. It's just in like a slight slow motion, so it looks cinematic and it's with a steady cam. Yeah, and that's, but that's, that's it. It's hard
1: to do, though, sometimes. Sometimes oh. the one takes
0: are harder. First try. Uh, most of those videos are first try, and we shoot a second take, and then we go, oh, the first one's better. It's yeah. wild. And so, like, there's the, the weirdest thing is watching the final music video while I'm still smoking the same joint <laughs> that I was smoking <laughs> in the video. That's badass. Right? So, it's like that. So will you like knock out a
1: couple videos with that videographer then in a day, or will you? Or how do you uh, usually flow no, like that? No, we usually
0: just did one or two. He would just pull up on me. It was this was when I was living in Austin, Texas. I okay. lived in Austin for three years. That's when I started dropping an album a month. Was twenty sixteen, and I didn't even have a computer at the time. I was, I, I, my computer got stolen on tour, so I had it, to release. Music on like the girl I was dating at the time, her computer. I made like one of my bigger albums on her computer, uh, Don't Be a Fuckboy. I was listening to some of that. That's like one of my biggest songs. I made that on someone else's computer. Like just, you know, so like I didn't even have a computer to make. I haven't, there's no excuses you can make. I was just about to say. Yeah. People make so many excuses. Did you
1: lose anything on your other computer?
0: uh, Yeah. I lost a lot of stuff. I mean, I've lost like so much on tour, like just. People love to break into cars. It's like, if you have anything in your back seat, they're gonna punch the window and gr- grab and dash, you know, like grab and dash or whatever. Okay, mean,
1: <laughs> what, what are some of your favorite cities to play in?
0: My favorite cities to play in? I mean, Chicago, obviously. Um, I really like the cities that I played in Alaska, like oh, okay. Fairbanks, and uh, I even played in Kodiak, which is like a small little island off like the coast of Alaska, it's where they had like there was this contest that Walmart put together for the the artist Pitbull, <laughs> and then like they were like, hey, where do you want Pitbull to to show up? And this guy created a Facebook page for this place in Kodiak, like the only Walmart in Kodiak, and like told everyone like, yeah, get him to go to Kodiak, <laughs> and he actually did. He went to Kodiak even though it was like a obviously like a prank, but he still showed up. He still showed up. Yeah that's pretty cool you know it's like part. the furthest thing away from you know like the furthest place away in america that you can go but yeah kodiak was really cool and um I'm trying to think of other spots in alaska I went homer denali uh and then yeah like
1: uh anchorage nice man yeah and when you're on the road dude like in terms of do you ever get harassed for weed and shit like when you're in states like Have you ever had
0: any run-ins with the cops? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So much. Uh, You always eat your weed when you get pulled over in a state where it's illegal. That's the law.
1: So you only carry. You don't over over carry, just keep like an eighth on you? Yeah.
0: But yeah, I've been stopped and searched so many times. And I've been arrested once for weed. So now every time I go to Canada, they stop me. They're like, why were you arrested? And I'm like, for weed. they're like, all right. Now it's going to be even more chill, right? uh yeah they said like well, we're about to legalize it did you bring any with you and i was like no <laughs> <And we're laughs> like, okay you can go but um yeah it's a little nugget of wisdom right there though always uh, eat it always eat your don't weed. risk it definitely every time i've eaten my weed they've searched the car and then they find the bag that the weed's in they can't find any weed yeah. so that's the truth right there man yeah it saved my life how many people,
1: so how many people you'd be going on tour with in 2020? Do you just roll? Oh, I have no idea.
0: I'm getting, uh, so I don't even have a car. I haven't had a car in six years. Um, so I was just using other people's cars or like touring with somebody else. And so this tour, I'm buying a Tesla. So oh, I'm gonna nice, So i tour bro. all 50 states in a Tesla because I have a week. So I have a week in each state because there's 52 weeks in a year. So I can spend a week in each state, and that'll give me time to make sure the car is charged up to get me from place to place. That's
1: badass. So, yeah, dude, those cars amaze me. Like the automatic features. I've actually yeah. never ridden in one. So. I
0: haven't either, but I'm just like I have used so much gas in my life, and I figure what well, like I just I really want to take because when I did my 50, fifty states project in 2010, I was so broke and I was on food stamps. And i was just i was homeless just struggling i was living out of a van and so like i really want to take the 2020 50 states project like up a notch you know and i did a song in each state so i have an uh, an album that's called 50 songs 50 states but then this next year i'm doing an album in each state so there'll be 52 albums I'll re- or 50 albums i'll release in 2021 because i'm not releasing any music next year like, ideally, I'm going to delete all my music. Oh, really? Yeah, because I own all of it. That's the okay, best part. So, and you're so blowing many, my mind here, So I you. know. So many people are sleeping on me that I'm going to delete all my music and then I could do whatever I want with it to get people to actually hear it. Like, I could sell the songs, I could uh, put them on vinyl only, cassette only, CD only. But, like, it's really, there's going to come a beautiful moment where I can do. Like, I. I mean, that's, people think, like, music's up there forever, it's never going to disappear.
1: You're 100% right. I never, uh, dude, I've never, that thought's never crossed my mind. Like, oh, they're going to take down there.
0: Yeah, that's what's so cool about digital everything. Digital is not real. Like, you could get, I mean, maybe there'll be traces of it and maybe there'll be somebody out there who will be like, I got this album. And, you know, like they could share it with everyone if they really wanted to. But there's going to come a point where I won't need to be making money off Spotify. Like, that's how I make a living is off Spotify. Like, I don't do anything else for money. Like I just played a show for the first time in a year recently, but like other than that, like I pay my rent with my Spotify checks, and that's like insane, you know? Because like I don't know anybody else like that in the world. How does that break down, like um, per sh- thousand stream? They just... I don't know. I don't even question it, dude. No, like, I was I, curious. Yeah, was I know. I wish I knew. Like I don't. I wish I knew more about it. I'm just like I'm being real reckless too. You know, you're supposed to like have multiple streams of income i'm just like no if it ain't broke don't fix it yeah (laughs) it's like i could start selling all my shit but that's gonna take so much more effort than just releasing albums because i don't even have to promote them like i was off social media for almost a year and my monthly listeners were growing and then once i got back on social media my monthly listeners have been declining oh wow isn't that wild that is wild i mean it could just be like or, you know just random but like it's just funny that like people think instagram has so much clout today in like society and the way we interact and live and create like that i don't think it really especially for music like not that many people are clicking instagram and being like i got to go to spotify now from this oh he dropped an album i got you That's know true. I, I can see the analytics and see that most of my listeners are strangers or coming from playlists that's yeah. like and
1: that's the way I do it like you were saying earlier yeah, like if something see. comes on I'll be in my car so if I'm vibing with the song I'll screenshot it real quick because mm. I'm driving and then like go check it out later like oh who was that artist you Yeah, know? yeah. that's how I find out my new artist usually is just oh that's cool th- like you're saying through playlists so. yeah definitely
0: that's the the thing that saved me
1: <laughs> really did that's man that's really cool that sound. that's really cool bro yeah so ha- do you have a favorite project you've done or
0: do you have some? some? I, yeah, I, yeah? So. I have some favorites. I mean, they're definitely like earlier on um, when I wasn't doing as many albums because now it's like, I don't even remember songs I make. Like there's so many songs I've made that I forgot I, forgot I made it. And then I'll be like, I'm even sleeping on myself right now. Like I forgot about the, how good this album <laughs> was or how good this song was. So. That's what happens when you keep cranking the amount of volume that Definitely. you're doing, man. That's like yeah. And what's even weirder is when songs get popular and you're like, I don't even like this song. Like it wasn't even my favorite song on the album, and this is the one that gets the most plays. You know, so it's like I don't even know what's hot. Yeah. So I just so don't like.
1: You're like that's my thing too. I don't overthink it. Some of yeah. the videos I've done that I'm not really the most happy about are the most popular, and I'm like yeah. Well, I guess, I guess, it just work that way. Like, we're just vessels.
0: Yeah. We're just vessels here to create shit. That's really, I think, at the end of the day. And it's getting more so like that with with technology getting more advanced and replacing jobs that you know a lot of people will have like will have now. Like, think about how many when Lyft and Uber and all this become self driving. What are all these people going to do? They're going to have to create. They're going to have to figure out a way to make a living off of their own skills. That's very and true. And not some other skill that can like help someone else like driving
1: yeah and that stuff's closer than I was thinking because I had a buddy who went to Vegas he's like dude I got in the first automated cars and he's like was a guy in the passenger seat making sure shit was right but it was driving us dropping us off on the strip yeah damn dude yeah
0: (laughs) it's real yeah so yeah I'm I'm excited for that just because I think people need to be more creative and I think that's like it makes me happier every time I make music. And like I always try to like uh, whenever I have a certain feeling, like feeling insecure. I made an album about being insecure over reggaeton beats. It's like my first. Well, it's my third reggaeton album. But yeah, like doing you know like make making a you know being able to capitalize off your emotions is a beautiful thing. And a lot of, a lot more people should be doing that today.
1: Or just embrace it, no matter what the emotion is. Well,
0: yeah, just write it down and put it to a song. Like that's like therapy. You know, that's what they say like when your music is therapy. It's like it is. It like is. you could really, and then you make make a living off of it if you do it long enough,
1: and are t- uh, talented.
0: Well, if you do it long enough, you get talented. Well, yeah, yeah. That's really it. Yeah, you, you
1: think so? You think no matter what, anybody can. S-
0: yeah, I've seen some of the worst rappers get so good at rapping in a matter of like three or four years. Okay. It's just about how much time and how delusional you are. <laughs> That's really it. And it's usually like the delusion comes from either your own thoughts or other people gassing you up. That's why like people in scenes are so funny, like any sort of rap scene or rock scene. They're like the most gassed up individuals to the point where like, they, they're probably not even as talented as everyone says they are, but they just are getting that love from being a part of community, you know? Yeah. It's like why why, why it exists. Uh,
1: what? <laughs> you
0: know, like, have you ever been, like, in a room full of people that all know each other and they're part of, like, a community and you're, like, the outsider? You're like, why are all these people acting like they're the coolest people ever? <laughs> like, you know, that's what I feel like sometimes in, like, certain cities, especially when I'm, like, the only, you know, I'm the only artist that's not from the town. And oh, I get yeah? to see, yeah, you get to see like different scenes and like you know you they it's like it reminds you of like wherever you're from, but they're just a you're like I don't what why are these people acting the way they're acting you know like it, it's just it's fun to witness um and I
1: imagine going to like so many to fifth all the states like you have, I've only been to you know a handful. Yeah, and my underlying thing is like you know people for the most part you can find the same people in basically every state in my opinion. Oh to yeah. A, to to a, to a degree you know, but the same type of people. Yeah, yeah, same like type. They just yeah. remind you and yeah, make like, you feel saying, like yeah, yeah,
0: like I I love when you show up to certain cities and then you immediately make friends with somebody and you're like oh this is my friend in this town now, and yeah. then, you know. <laughs> and then every time you see, you go back to the town you see him again, you know just because like you met him one time and that's it like now you're now you're best friends. Yeah, it's so cool it, to like make connections like that where you're just showing up briefly and then coming back a bunch of times. And you
1: think you'll be hitting up a bunch of those same towns on this next tour?
0: Um, Are you going to try to switch up the cities? Yeah, I don't know. That's really up to, like, my booking agent (laughs) and how we can book it. Um, How did you get your booking agent, how did you find him or he find you? So someone actually hit me up about... He was an intern at this booking agency, um, APA booking agency, and he was like, Hey, do you have a booking agent? I was like, No, I don't. I'm really looking for one. He's like, Well, let me talk to this junior agent and see if he's interested and this guy already listened to me on Spotify. He was like, I'm a fan of this guy. How does he not have a booking agent? And then they book they, they uh they did a showcase or whatever where I performed. And yeah. And the second I got signed to this agency I was like, All right, so I'm not gonna tour this year. <laughs> and so I don't need your, but next year I'm going to go all 50 States. Can you book me a 50 States tour? And my booking agent was like, all right, that sounds good. So bro, it's worked out.
1: Dude, in my mind, it's just a matter of time until like you're huge, bro. Yeah. It's, I mean, like
0: it's a very, very slow build, which is yeah. good, you know? Cause like, uh, I think the more time I spend just like I I just love obscu- like I have learned to love obscurity. They say lo- like that's what I've heard that expression, love obscurity while you can. I like that. I don't I don't think I've ever heard that, man. That's nice. I mean, you just watch any interview with any celebrity and you could see like it's too stressful and it's too much like uh just bullshit. Like you're going to deal with a lot of nonsense that you don't want to have to deal with. And so I've been really enjoying the fact that I can do what I do at the level I'm at without having like world recognition. I don't need the recognition as long as I'm doing what I want, so. It's motivating to me, man. Yeah. How you're doing your
1: passion full time, you know, dude? Like, oh, yeah. To a lot of people listening and watching this, like.
0: Yeah, you just bro. gotta sacrifice, and that's the hardest part. No one wants to sacrifice and go through the fuck shit. But like, if you do, uh, you know, if you're doing what you hundred percent want to do then it doesn't matter like I just think about how broke I was and it didn't matter I wasn't stressing because I was doing what I loved and I was still able to do it you know and like it made me work harder and harder and find like the new path that would then help me financially be able to feel like okay I can I'm in a good place <laughs> like I'm right, I'm not gonna be like I'm not I don't have to uh, sign up for food stamps again <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh, what do you change? You wouldn't change.
0: That's part of the journey though. you're saying, right? You wouldn't change that if you could, or would you like, cause that made no, you kind of, it, it's, yeah, it's, it, it taught me so much. And like the way I perform, I learned like, so I used to perform with a band. Like I would hire different people every tour to play drums, play bass, okay. play guitar. It was such a nightmare. Right. And eventually I learned how to use loop pedals. I was already starting to use them with a the drummer, but like uh, a loop pedal, you can record live. And so I could play a guitar part. Hit this button twice. Like I have to do it in rhythm. So like I watched a, some. I watch yeah, you doing like, that. Man, it takes skill. Like so, when I perform live, I don't use any backing tracks. There's no laptop on stage with me. It's all just like hardware. Like uh, you know, just like a guitar, maybe a keyboard, some, a drum, like a drum pad with different trap drum sounds that I play live with drumsticks, and uh, just two loop pedals and my voice. To me, there's something about
1: that, too. You know, it's yeah. all right there. When I see that live, I'm like, it just brings me into it so much. I'm like, Dude, yeah. this guy's going
0: hard right now. I like, know, right? And so that's been the – that's, like, the fun part. I wouldn't have figured out how to perform live like that if I didn't go through that whole, like – the, all the touring and playing in front of people who are there to see their friends play or there just because it's free or be, you know like I played in front of so many people who didn't care that I learned how to make people care and make them watch even though they're like I, I like don't that, yeah. you know like that so I think like just all that struggle of like playing in front of nobody or playing in front of people who didn't know me personally because if you play a show in front of some a crowd that knows you versus a crowd that doesn't know you it's like night and day you know that's why I'm so excited if I ever get an opportunity to open for a bigger artist. Because I've played in front of, you know, like those are the hardest shows for artists to perform when you're opening for the Red Hot Chili Peppers or someone huge. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Everyone's there to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers. No one's there to see you. But you're going to play before them. And how are you going to entertain a room full of people that are not there to see you and are excited for the next act? And you want that challenge you're saying, I right? I love that. Yeah. I have I love playing in front of like a crowd that's like, who the fuck's this guy? I've opened for like some big rappers like G Herbo. You oh, know He's bro? dope. Yeah, yeah. I opened for him. Oh, and nice. like the whole audience was like staring at me like who is this goofy guy but the, by the end people were like yo man you're tight like, <laughs> like, like shaking my hand afterwards it was really cool like to get respect from an audience that was there to see rap and i'm not a rapper you know i make rap beats and i you know i sing but like uh just to get respect from like a, any type of audience is exciting and like i wouldn't have been able to achieve that if i didn't go through all the struggle and the, you know it just teaches you so much for that man, you know, like every bad experience, you could you're gonna learn something from it, you know, at the end of the day,
1: yeah, and that's the best way to look at it, yeah. You seem like a pretty optimistic dude, man. I mean, I wasn't always like this, yeah,
0: it's taken years, <laughs> yeah. Did you always know you wanted to do music? Uh, I always wanted to do music, but a lot of people told me, like, oh, you're gonna have to get a job, or maybe you should do something else.
1: What was the tipping point when you're like, I'm doing this full time, all in 2010
0: when I did the 50 States tour? And what made you, was there a reason, what was the final, like, catalyst? Uh, I played a festival that year in Chicago, uh, Pitchfork Festival. Okay. And it was, like, huge. It was before festivals really started becoming, like, everywhere. Everyone has a festival now. But, like, it was, Chicago only had, like, Lollapalooza and Pitchfork. They didn't even have any other festival. Now they have so many fests. But, um, so it was like a really big deal and I had this feeling like, oh, wow, this, and people were saying, dude, you're about to blow up. So I was like, all right, I'm quitting my job. I'm going to go on this tour. So that, and then nothing really happened. It was kind of just like, yeah. yeah. Oh. Hey, but you stuck with it, bro. But I stuck with yeah, it. Yeah. It's yeah like and, you know, you can't, you can't quit. Yeah. And, and, um, so I mean, I just, a lot of delusional behavior and, uh, just continuing and then just learning and growing and definitely like. I think just setting up projects for yourself is really the fun, exciting part about it. That everyone should be doing, just creating your own little projects.
1: That's why I got excited about this and have been because I've been doing them on Mondays. I'm like going to bed on Sunday night. I'm like, yeah, I got a podcast tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. Got another friend's here tomorrow. Like, it's gonna be a good day, you know. So this gets me excited. It's like, so I totally feel what you're saying on that level, man.
0: Oh yeah, definitely.
1: So uh, what you smoking on, man? What's your favorite
0: smoke these days? <laughs> um, so I've been going to a weed flea market every Thursday. And Where's it, that? Uh, it changes locations. It's called Turt Market. Um, but they have mostly OG. Okay. And then every so often, like I, I, when I first moved here, I only wanted to smoke sativa. Like I was a very big sativa guy. And now... It's, like, all they have is OG and cookies. Like, that's every, every single vendor. There's, like, maybe, like, 20 or 30 vendors sometimes in this place. And um, so, like, that is – I'm smoking a lot of OG lately. But then there's this, like oh, – ever so often there's a, somebody with, like, Jack Herrera or Trainwreck. I love Jack Herrera. You know that smell that, like, Jack and, like, Trainwreck and, like – it's just like, I want a cologne of that. It's like a fruity, kind of citrusy smell. Like fresh. Is yeah, amazing? it's like fresh. I don't even know. No, no, I can't even articulate the smell. But like every so often somebody has like a, a jar of that and it just, it's so good. It just tastes amazing. And you mix it with like mimosa. Have you ever smoked mimosa? It's like a hybrid. No. It's like the most orange hair weed I've ever okay, seen sure, in I my life. Get some of that. Yeah, it's so like, good.
1: So they just have like different booths set up at the fleet because yeah, it sounds fun, bro. I didn't know. This oh yeah, either. definitely,
0: dude. It's every Thursday if you want to go. They have one on Sunday that's not as like it's 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 in Melrose usually or downtown, like uh, on in Hollywood. But um, they uh the Sunday one they don't have as many vendors, but Thursday is great. Thursday solid. Thursday is the best day. It's like from. Oh, free dabs too! Yeah. Oh dang. Yeah, and really? they have edibles. They have like some a booth that sells seeds. Um, what else do they have? Like CBD products. I don't know how I. I'm so happy to hear this. I'm definitely gonna hit it up. I know like, I've been going for a year because I I'm so tired of paying for store prices and just like all the tax. Yeah. So, this yeah. is like a trap market. It's crazy, <laughs> but it's definitely the most diverse. Like just there's people who go there just to buy like eighths, like me. Like yeah. I don't go there to buy What's that much. Th- what do they charge for like an eighth? Um, so you can get like, um, four grams for twenty bucks. That's sort of of that
1: like, OG and shit you're talking
0: about? Um, yeah, it depends. Like some, I feel like prices are fluctuating right now, so they've been going up a little bit. But sometimes, I mean, we got like a the quarter we got for forty bucks. Yeah, Dang, we got yeah, a quarter for forty bucks, and that was really good. I'll have to
1: let Chris, who was on this podcast, know about that because he grows his own stuff and he sells us some like he's trying to sell. it. And he told me about a weed church in like Redondo Beach, which I never heard of before. And I'm hearing about
0: a flea market. I'm like, dude, I'm happy this podcast is going down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was outside of a rap show and I was smoking a joint with a friend. And I just had this, like, new rule. I was like, I need to pass my joint to somebody else, you know, just to be that guy that's like, hey, man, you want to hit this joint? And I passed it to this dude, and we started talking, and he he told me he worked at this weed flea market. That was, like, last October, so I've been going since October. Nice, man. Thank you for that little tip right
1: there. I know, right? You (laughs) know, with, like, passing a joint, too, it's funny, like, once one person initiates that... Every, if you're with a group, I feel like everybody else starts rotating their stuff. You know, it's it's how the session starts, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. But well, that's really cool, man.
0: Yeah, it was cool. Do you do edibles at all? Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, the edibles at Turt Market are not that great. Oh no, that's a lie. The pot sticks are good. Pot sticks. Like pretzel sticks. Oh, sure. But yeah, they're um how much is the whole bag? Like five hundred or one hundred and fifty milligrams for the whole bag? And they're like ten bucks. Oh, that's not bad. They have like Uh, Weed Cheetos Weedos
1: Weedos (laughs) Yeah See my thing with a lot of edibles These days I just want to take like The least amount Uh So I don't have to eat like A whole brownie or cookie That's how
0: I am But it's so hard It's so hard to find Strong edibles In LA That are Small Like that
1: Um, I got a couple Good ones for you I'd recommend I mean, the, through shops, it sounds like you go to the flea market yeah, though. But like yeah. the level blends, they're little pills. I know those? Yeah, those are legit. Those the are good. absolute extract pills are solid. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Cushy punch gummies are pretty good, but yeah, like yeah,
0: I've had a cushy punch. I have just kind of tinctures are good too. Like yeah, I like the tincture. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I've had the one from MedMen, like the Papa Barley Barkley. Yeah, yeah,
1: I think Mary's Medicinal makes those. Yeah um i think they're in team with elite california who's also does some too i've had some of theirs their mm. nighttime's nice has some i think it's a four to one ratio
0: yeah, yeah. So. that's how yeah i think that's the one we've had yeah those are nice yeah they're really good um
1: so I, also you don't smoke so you only smoke flour
0: yeah which is bad
1: you do dabs yeah I've, okay yeah cool. yeah because yeah, this comes from the so just no vape then
0: yeah i just stopped doing the vape i don't know i just uh and it wasn't like i heard recently like people are dying from vapes yeah it's a big thing right now yeah i didn't i this was way before that this was just this was just like uh you know what i'm gonna just stick with flower i don't know what it was it was like a big moment for me where i was like i don't and i couldn't tell you why it was just like this i just i just like weed i've I've gone on spurts like that too Um, i've been on the vape kick lately but like
1: I'm just like uh, it's just not the same it doesn't
0: yeah, that's the other thing is that I don't I never feel like I, st- I it lasts as long or as is, is as potent as yeah. smoking I don't know and the flavor is. yeah it's it's
1: hard to ever so what's your favorite I know you did a joints album so yes. is jo- joints your favorite method
0: yeah you've done a bowl I did bowls, you did bowls bongs, and... um I'm gonna have a dab album coming out soon Uh, what else did i do i did 420 album and then the weed album highly recommend
1: everybody go check these out seriously like the best like i was saying stoned as fuck i was bumping on the way here smoking a little vape i was playing it last night like chill albums roll up to you know kick it with your friends whether you're chilling solo or not like just for me like i don't know it almost has like i really like like the devin a dude vibe Mm -hmm. like i know it's a you know different different thing going on but like that's somebody i like to just lay back and chill and yeah, smoke to, and that's why i love like all your smoke music
0: bro yeah definitely yeah i love i love that i'm yeah i decided this year i was like because last year i didn't sing about weed at all i made like a rule for myself i wasn't going to mention because I you know i like singing about weed a lot it's an easy go-to it's what I do every day so like oh this rhymes with weed <laughs> you, know, like, <laughs> some, you know like some way I can so I feel like every song I'm like I gotta say something about weed in this song just because like I don't hear it enough like there's not a lot of songs about I mean there are a lot of songs about weed but there aren't as many as there should be there should be so many more songs about smoking
1: yeah like definitely like, yeah yeah
0: I just also want to be that person to prove that weed doesn't make you lazy and that I- if you're lazy weed's going to make you lazy. Like, it, it's not one of those things. I'm on things that level that, with you, bro. Yeah, I'm not a lazy person. I smoke weed every day. So, like, I definitely want to, like, be that person, like, prove to everybody, like, hey, like, stop saying that weed makes you lazy.
1: And that's what I want to do with True Buds and this whole podcast, too, because, yeah, like, yeah, man, everybody's got their own level. Like, so do you usually smoke all day, every day, or do you like to
0: no i usually wait till uh, i even have a song about it i usually wait till about four or five. Oh, that's
1: right i heard i think yeah That's. i don't
0: smoke till 4 20 yeah that was like our, my big thing when i first moved to la so props yeah. i'm kind of the same way i try to do it at night except but, you know every so often there's a day where you're like i need to smoke early you gotta you know just one of those yeah. you know once in a blue moon but i don't make it a habit to be like wake i don't i don't like waking up and be like first thing i gotta do is hit the bowl i haven't i'll cash yet. out too early bro I'll, if oh, I do if that yeah, yeah that's I'm... the other thing you waste so much weed smoking early if you smoke early you're just gonna smoke all day so <laughs> why, why not start that's what's funny like I feel like a lot, a lot of people will see me smoke at night like if I you know I have people over on Friday to celebrate the new album and then we're smoking, and they're like amazed that I'm still smoking. And I'm like, well, I just started like right before you got here. You know, it wasn't like I was doing this all. The people just think don't. don't you have a song wrong. about that as well, like last one. Uh, last one with the joint. <laughs> yeah, I'm always the last one with the joint, and everybody's like, "Man, you got me too high!" Like, everyone's complaining about that. Number one complaint. <laughs> that I hear. Uh, that's a good complaint right got there. Me like, <laughs> got me too stoned. Got me too stoned. My booking agent always got me too stoned. <laughs> we were trying to get them to do dabs. Do dabs? I rarely do them so they just rock my yeah. fucking world, dude. Yeah, see a turp market, they're free, so I was like doing five in one night and that was uh just not a bad. That was not a good idea. <laughs> it's not. They were, you know, it, I survived. You can't die from weed, that's the beauty of weed. Yeah. People really like abuse alcohol thinking they can't die from it. No. But I feel like weed you could you could abuse and
1: yeah, I've had some when I made some homemade edibles. I've had those times yeah. where I'm like, dude, I took way too much, but I'm still all cool. I came out like you, you survived. Said, um, you yep. might have thought you
0: were gonna die. I learned something that night, yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, the edible, the the overdose of the edible is real. Oh, yeah, you can really do that, yeah, yeah, especially for me with the homemade stuff, you know. It's oh, like, yeah, where you don't know how yeah. much you're eating, that's the scariest. I think that's why I don't get high off edibles. I've had one bad experience with edibles and now I'm like always like, "Okay, I'm going to take this slow. I'm going to eat a little piece." Yeah.
1: yeah, and that's where I'm like, "Oh, I'm just going to try this big piece just in case." And I'm like So I'm going to start <laughs> just in case it's not as strong as I think. Yeah. But yeah. I love it. I love edibles, man. They're so fucking Yeah, I don't I wish I ate more of them. I don't eat them enough. I need to eat, I eat them a lot and I need to eat more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I like them at the end of the night though. Just like, oh, yeah. yeah, like a little indica. You know, I don't need a whole lot. I'll take like twenty milligrams or yeah. so of an indica. Maybe take a couple puffs. Uh huh. And what's listen to go- some
0: ambient music. What's your go-to? Like, you like those pill? The the what are they called again? The um, the, uh, the level blends. The Pro Tabs. Level protabs. blends. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. They're they're solid at night. I do like some. Uh, their indica ones are good. I have been doing some Sensi Chews lately. They have a. Uh, it's, it's kind of like a, a Chew if you've heard of those. Oh, I've it's, heard it's, of it's like a Tootsie Roll flavor. Oh, yeah. But uh, Sensi Chew has like an indica. They have a nighttime and they have a nighttime plus, or I think it's insomnia plus actually, <laughs> which I just got for the first time.
0: <laughs> Your face. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: they, they, uh, so they mix it. There's some melatonin in there. Mm. So that was interesting. I took like tw- 20, 30 milligrams of that, and it was chill. You know, like n- nice night's sleep, relax, listen to some ambient tunes. But yeah, I never thought of mixing melatonin before with with weed. weed. Yeah, so so I actually bought some melatonin pills to fuck with it because I've never really taken melatonin. Yeah, just a couple times here and there,
0: just to dabble. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I've never. I don't. I don't remember the last time I had a hard time going to sleep because I never have to wake up early. <laughs> I can't <laughs> remember the last time I had to get up early for something. Maybe a flight. Yeah, that was probably the last time, but I don't remember. Hey man, that's it's, it's been yeah. I know that's what's like indica. Is uh yeah I I smoke a lot of it at night so it definitely so you're more of a night sleep.
1: owl as well like myself
0: um yeah I mean I definitely like stay up I don't know sometimes I go to sleep really early though so I can't say I'm a night owl I just it's don't on really, your own clock huh I really am on my own it's a very scary lifestyle uh, well, it's where you don't know like what day is it. <laughs> That's awesome. life. that's that's <laughs> yeah, like absolute
1: yeah. freedom, though, bro. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, you think it's like a Twilight Zone episode yeah. where everyone around <laughs> you is too busy and you're, you're the only one like, hey, you want to hang out? That's what happened well, on my last
1: shroom trip, which was like fucking five years ago. Uh-huh. I was sitting at the park with my buddy and we were just watching all the cars race by, and I kind of had that same thought. I'm like, dude, like yeah, everybody's I, doing some crazy stuff, moving around this world, crazy. And we're just kind of.
0: I just had this conversation. <laughs> 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 yeah i was eating um so they have shrooms at the turp market too and i was microdosing Whoa. shrooms like every day for like a good almost a month nice yeah it was really good yeah did yeah. you do it in tea or how? no i just eat like a little little piece every day at a certain point you know just like whenever i was like all right this would be a good time and eat it with a little bit of food and then so it was like a nice
1: level it was never it like it felt a trip, like an or... edible okay oh nice. it
0: feels like an edible that it feels like the first time you've ever smoked weed, but it doesn't. You're not like nothing. Nothing crazy. True. I've yeah. never experienced like insane visuals from it. But just, just puts it it a apparently nice makes you more creative. Makes you more productive. It's just like a little. Like people in Silicon Valley are all about microdosing psychedelics to, f- to help productivity. Okay, it's like really big. Yeah, right I think now.
1: this will be. I think it'll become more and more of a thing. Or it already is, but it like, is. But yeah, it'll be, be, be more accepted, I guess. I should say. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can only imagine what the world would be like if weed and shrooms were were legal in America. I think that's when, you know, like the technology comes too advanced, and ev- now all the jobs are taken away, and now everyone has to take shrooms and make albums, like me. Have you done a shroom album? No, not yet. I want to, dude. <laughs> That would be dope. I made a, I made one on uh, about acid, but I didn't want to release it because I don't really like acid that much. I've never
1: done acid. It's like, everybody's like
0: what? It's like um, it's exactly like shrooms. It's man-made shrooms. It's the same thing.
1: And is that why you don't like it? It's just is man-made? Or? Uh,
0: no. It's just uh, I mean, acid is usually cut with other things. It just has like a more of like a. Sp- I've never done speed, but I guess like acid is usually cut with some sort of speed, or it has like a. I don't know. There's something about Acid versus Shrooms where I feel like I've had too much coffee when I've had like a little sliver of an acid tab. Okay. Yeah. But I don't know. know The first time I've ever, and only time I've ever done a full hit of Acid, I really think it shifted my thoughts to like a place where that's when I started, right before I left for the 50 States tour, that's when I fell in love with jazz and then realized jazz, rap is modern day jazz. And I feel like that, you know like uh, they say like Steve Jobs took acid and like that they they say that might be why he came up with like there there's all these creatives that are coming out and saying or all these like innovators they're coming out and saying like they've done psychedelics Carl Sagan smoked a lot of weed and he was like you know huge in astronomy you
1: think and, that's just because they had to kind of suppress it in the society before now they can just be more open like oh yeah
0: like oh, i mean i know jobs isn't here but you know like, yeah, like Carl Sagan didn't tell the public he was a, a stoner You know, he told his friends, but he tried to get all of his friends to smoke weed. But, uh, yeah, he didn't tell the public because they would have then, like he would then been labeled the stoner and they wouldn't have taken him seriously as an astronomer. Makes sense. Do you do you ever have people like when you're on your
1: shows or on tour or anything? Do you ever have people like throw throw weed? yeah. Yeah, definitely. When you're doing a, <laughs> especially when you're rocking out with a weed song that yeah doesn't... that's
0: the other reason why i wanted i started singing about weed all the time because people would skip me or not even think i smoked so i was like i better make more songs about weed <laughs> so now everybody knows i smoke everybody's
1: like what's up let's
0: yeah let's let's smoke. yeah <laughs> so that's been good yeah because I, I couldn't afford weed when i first started touring and like doing music full-time i would be that guy that's like always smoking other people's weed
1: expensive man oh yeah do you do you smoke before your shows yeah yeah oh, it gets yeah. you in the right zone there yeah last
0: time i played a show i was on shrooms too It was pretty crazy <laughs> <laughs> i was like yeah
1: and wh- how is that for you does the time seem to just fly by wh- when you're done with your set like with I'm what, always with weed or with or ju- oh no just in general oh, like when you're when playing I... to live audience like uh, does it
0: i don't know i don't yeah i mean it, it felt i only had to play for like 35 minutes so (laughs) 35 minutes is not a long time
1: what what would you consider a long set
0: probably an hour if someone made me play an hour i would then be like oh this is taking forever (laughs) (laughs) how many songs are going to play (laughs) so yeah and
1: do you have those planned out ahead of time or do you just go with the flow like do you have a of the songs you're gonna play for
0: say it was a 35 minute set do I have, oh yeah so I, I just Spotify tells you all of my top fa- like top played songs so I just play all of those you play all those yeah okay. or, or I'll play some that I just like to play but most of them are the hits so okay. that way people are like I know this song okay yeah so that's what I do right now I would love to do a tour where I just play like a, a new album that I haven't recorded yet I mean it would be kind of annoying to people because they'd be like I, they just want to hear the hits yeah uh-huh. you know that's what's funny about live music is that people are there there to see the artist they're they're paying to like see my friend said live music today is like the porn star coming to the strip club. You're like paying <laughs> to see the porn star, you know, that's all you want to see. You're not you're not there to be at the strip club. So like that's how I feel with live music. It's like you're just there to be there and people will pay to see you there and like cuz a lot of live music is not live music. It's just pre backing track, pre-recorded with the vocal on it like and then someone rapping over it. See, and that's kind of the reason why, for me, it's hard to
1: get into some EDM. Mm. Not, not yeah, Hayden. EDM. It's a, it's its own no, it's thing, you know. Thing. Um, but it's I go to concerts and I, I can only do about an hour, man. I know a lot of people will probably hate on me for saying this, but yeah, it, like it's just not. It, uh, that's why I love what you do, and like with you looping tracks and stuff, it's there. It's in the moment. You feel it's being produced. Yeah. By there's pr-
0: actual performance. Yeah. Not to say that space bar and moving some knobs is in performance but there's a little added level of musicality that isn't that people don't really care about anymore which is like I understand it because we're living in this digital world like we we get all of our entertainment from a cellular device so like why is live music even a thing other than just to see your favorite artist and, and to flex it's really just about this shit you know with the phone yeah like people people showing everybody like look where I am That's really it at the end of the day. I was joking around about that with my girl. I was like,
1: I think some people just like go do some crazy shit. You know, just like, let's go do this just for the IG shot.
0: Definitely.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The gram. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Flexing for the gram. And that's what I feel like too, honestly, when I'm on Instagram. When I'm like, I haven't been posting that much lately. But like when I I am posting a lot, I'm like, I I don't know. I feel kind of like I'm doing that slimy right yeah i feel weird that's yeah. that's why i've kind of fallen back that's why i love youtube i love video and everything that's kind of just what
0: i enjoy doing that's why that's my focus but yeah i just there's a lot of superficial elements to social media that are not you won't find them maybe as much on youtube or on spotify or other because they're like way more geared for a specific skill that's true and, and Instagram, the skill is, how good does this picture or video look? does Is it entertaining me for the two seconds that I'm scrolling or whatever, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Or looking at your, I don't know what people look at.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess I have posted a couple stories recently. And, like, that's been cool because I've had, like, some interaction on those. Yeah. But, like. I've just been trying to fix my mind state on it because before I was just like, I don't really, I'm not feeling
0: I'm trying to be like,
1: I'm trying to be an optimist about it, you know, find like the good in it. I know, that's where I'm
0: trying to, I think everybody's trying to find (laughs) it. But for me, it's (laughs) funny because I know where my audience is and it's not on Instagram. So it's like, why am I on here other than the fact that everyone's on here? That's, but you know, and then it's the the funny thing to think about is how many people are thinking the same thoughts. Like, I need to be on here because everyone's on here. Yeah. So it's a, and and your posts don't get you paid. Like how <laughs> Yeah, unless you're some crazy influencer. No, even those people are working shitty jobs. Like, you know, there's plenty of people who are super clout like level and they're still working jobs they hate. Like their their posts aren't paying for their rent. Yeah. You know, like at the end of the day. So like I I try to remind myself that when it comes to like maybe I don't have a lot of clout on these platforms, but this is not my lane. This is mm-hmm. just like an added thing that if I want to be part of the spectacle, whatever everyone's talking about, I could, you know, try to get. But it's it's not. And necessary. it consumes like
1: your time and your. Oh yeah. It consumes your thoughts, your time, and it's like. I know, right. I'm trying to tailor something to it that's like, but I just need just. I, I'm that's me overthinking though. I exactly. say hop in and do it more, but it's like, yeah. dude, like.
0: Yeah, and if it's not really your passion, like it's not worth doing. Yeah. So it's, it's so tough for me. To like keep posting because I'm like, well, I have no passion in this, but and and this this isn't equating to anything really, like other than people hitting a button going or hitting their phone going, I like this. Yeah. Typing looks good. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and well,
1: that was crazy what you're saying about the carryover too in terms of the analytics. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. If I if I saw that a lot of people were clicking my album links, then I I would keep posting eric you know be like oh this is working but i can tell how many people are clicking and going over to the spotify where and know. spotify
1: is the best for you where you're gonna yeah, get even yeah. over itunes huh
0: um yeah okay yeah i mean they they pay like a that's price.
1: why i went through itunes i thought it would ha- oh, I mean, be a little better for you so yeah
0: i'll get some money but how many people are buying music today not, not that many people yeah that's true man so it's the number one streaming that's service in a, in the in the world is spotify right now and tidal and apple apparently pay artists better right like they like they pay a bigger percent for the songs but that doesn't equate it doesn't really it's a, it they don't have as many stream streamers okay. as okay yeah that spotify. makes perfect sense yeah. man for real though so so yeah
1: go go get that album on spotify <laughs> and then for real go on his uh youtube channel the nether friends youtube channel oh, yeah. um, for those of you who are watching this i'll put it in the link below on this youtube video and uh go down click that subscribe because like i said his one take videos that we were talking about earlier man that's epic to me
0: oh you like them yeah uh,
1: it's that realism like and especially the fact that you said it's just the first take yeah it's like that
0: clint eastwood swag one and done let's go like I just saw a lot of music videos that were just like half-assed one take videos that have millions and millions of plays and i was like well it's clearly not about the the visual it's just about the audio you know about the music yeah. about the song and then it's also like everyone wants to see the artist who made the song so there it is like that's the, it was just the super formula. real
1: to me man that's why I love your music that's why like this is my first time meeting you but yeah, like yeah. we've been talking for a little bit but that's why I think I was attracted to your music man and just because you keep it real
0: And you can tell I gotta make more videos. I've been really lacking on the videos lately because it's just yeah. Again, it was like one of those things where like it's not equating to the Spotify.
1: (laughs) Well, maybe we (laughs) can collaborate, man. Because I, I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I'm a decent cinematographer. Mm -hmm. I shoot all my own stuff. I've shot for my brother, many other people. So cool. Maybe we can collaborate. Um, Yeah, that'd be great. I I did just sell my Steadicam because, like, dude, I'm not using this that much
0: oh yeah she has a gimbal
1: nice nice yeah Yeah, i'm down to collab on that man yeah
0: you just have to figure out how to do like the slow like slightly slow motion you know like that cinematic where you speed up the song a little percent and then because i could probably do that on the i
1: can probably do that on the back end
0: yeah that'd be cool yeah yeah.
1: so where should uh anybody come find you i know i've kind of thrown every thrown a bunch out but anything uh
0: i mean look up nether friends I don't know. I don't know. where Wherever you look at things, there's lots of things out there. Um, and then I'm going to all 50 states next year, so I'm going to play a show in each state. Um, I really need people to bring weed. It's Gonna be so scary, like that's the one thing I've, I've been stressing about is like how I'm gonna smoke weed in all 50 states. Oh, shit. bring weed like, when you come see the show, yeah. Right. Don't roll it up, I don't need you to roll up your joints. Yeah. yeah, you know how many shitty joints I get handed. <laughs> and they're like, hey man, here you go. <laughs> what is this? Thing? Yeah, I know, like what kind of
1: just yeah, so you can see what you're getting to, like, yeah, but yeah, bring, bring the weed on the tour, man, definitely, and then I'll that's what's up too and i definitely want to know more about that too i'll keep in touch with you and i'll make a video on my page kind of keep people up to date because i know i have a lot of people watching this in texas um kansas east coast as well so i'll kind of keep everybody in the loop there um as well as this la area as well but um yeah man thanks again for stopping by today bro Of course. yeah thanks for having me hopefully this is the first of more to come man yeah definitely and uh, really appreciate you taking your time today of course and also once again uh, thanks to marijuanabreak.com for just keeping it chill and uh sponsoring this podcast
0: guys this is true buds that mary Let's jane I looks good at this for my stoners Let's and for my cannabis, cannabis. Never heard a show as good as this, yeah, number one, it's the best, bringing in many special guests, in the industry of cannabis, business owners to growers, even artists you know of, so sit back and just roll up, the perfect show for my smokers, True buds.